Hey y'all, welcome to A Bite of D&D, the D&D podcast where we add flavor to your games and campaigns. I am Zach and my co-host sitting across from me is Micah. And today we're going to be talking about the idea of little yellow minions in your game. That's exactly the kind of minions that you should not put in your game. If they didn't annoy me to death enough in the theater, uh, having players at my table acting like them might. Uh, But we are talking about minions, just not the yellow variety. And these guys are about as useful as the minions from the movie. So I guess it's a relatively fair comparison. They're there to be a distraction. Yeah. I want to make a note before we get too far into this. I think that this will be the first thing that is not rules as written that we talk about on this podcast as a subject. Yeah. No, it might be. Yeah. So... Take this all with a grain of salt, folks. This is us coming up with kind of how we approach minions as opposed to anything that we've pulled from a source book. Yep. But it's something that we see questions raised or or stuff discussed about uh, with regularity on other podcasts and on forums and on the Facebook page and stuff like that. So we felt like uh, adding our two cents worth is probably reasonable, but this is not the typical bite of D&D. Rules as written, rules as intended discussion this is purely our idea of what this should look like yeah so minions were a 4e concept they're beginning to kind of come back in popularity quite a bit i think probably because people like matt colville and nerdarchy and some other people have discussed them in the past as well there are a few other videos you can check out that go into discussions with these guys but i think it is a great tool to use as a dm Oh, yeah. Oftentimes you have, you know, your big bad evil guy all ready to go and your players trounce him in a round, maybe two. And maybe it's lucky dice rolls. Maybe it's just the fact that he had a poor initiative and they all got to act before him, whatever it may be. And now you're stuck there with what you thought was going to be an hour and a half more of content that has just deflated on you. Yeah, he doesn't get to do his monologue. Yeah, they cut him off mid-monologue, and there's nothing to prevent them from doing so. So, minions are there to kind of get in the way, soak up your spells, the actions of the party, and they're not meant to be a huge threat. So, for instance, when you're lower level, an ogre is terrifying. Oh, yeah. But by the time you hit level 15, your party could deal with them easily. Oh, yeah. Well, if you want to add a little bit more drama to the situation, make things a little bit more tense. You could have this massive army filled with, you know, orcs and ogres and all these other things led by a high-ranking devil from the lower plains. And your main target is that high-ranking devil. But first you need to get through his hordes of enemies and you have this mass combat situation where they do get actions, but they only have one hit point. Yeah, that's the that's the formula for a minion is a decent AC, a decent hit, a decent damage, but always one hit point. The idea being is if you hit them, they are dead. Yep. It's meant to show kind of the progress, the power that your characters now have. And you can turn any monster in the game into a minion if you feel your players are at a significant point where the monster should be insignificant for them to face. Yeah, and... and- I think that that's where this breaks down for some people and they can't quite 
get behind it is the idea of, oh, they just have one hit point. Well, that's not, that doesn't make sense because ogres have 80 hit points and now they have one. What gives? Like, okay, you're not really saying that they have one. What you're saying is that any hit is, an, is on average is enough to kill it. Your players are so powerful that if they strike a blow, they're powerful enough that it doesn't matter how much health they have, they would go down. Yeah, and, and yeah, it does break down in some ways. Like if you're like... I cast magic missile and this ogre dies. Like that may that still kind of feels a little bit odd, but I'm telling you, it's way better than trying to slog it out at 15th level. Well, I think part of that goes into how are you describing it as a DM? Do you have a small little beam of light taps into this thing's shoulders, or at this point, do you have these massive bolts of energy ripping through the air and tearing a hole? Through this ogre. Yeah. I mean, you can describe it in enough ways that it, even the dinkiest of spells, if cast by a seasoned and powerful wizard, will pack a punch yeah. and will feel thematically appropriate. I think so. So, essentially, these guys are going to be meat bags for your big bag evil guy. Provides a, a situation where your heroes can wade through, be the heroes, the fellowship tearing their way out of the the mines of Moria yeah. through the orc hordes as they go through, I feel like is a, a good scene to envision as you see these guys moving through these enemies where they're just getting cut down left and right because they're the heroes. Yeah, and I think that that's, like, minions aren't for every game and every situation, but I think that there are, especially the higher fantasy idea of, of a setting, you want that at some point. And I don't think it even has to be that late in the game. Like, I think that there are some cases where a party of 5th or 6th level characters, like you said, fighting through a nest of goblins or whatever, like, there are moments where you just need that. I think keeping it in your back pocket for the ending of that, the ending page of that adventure. Yeah, the climax is they either have to... They're on a time crunch and they got to get out as the fortress is collapsing or before they can finish casting this ritual that would bring an evil god into the realm. Things like that. Yeah, don't don't save it. Don't save it for level 20. Yeah. Find ways. This is something that you can drop on a goblin. You could drop it on, I don't know, you could drop it on a large beetle, like the dire beetles, the giant beetles that are like a CR1 and have hardly any hit points anyways. Go ahead at third level and make them minions and let them have one hit point and let your third level party feel like cool guys for, for the first time ever. Because uh, <laughs> they're so bad at this game, they'll only feel cool if you hand it to them. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, like that, that could be a cool moment within the game. Uh, just it, it, that could be at level three. So anyhow, I would just say like don't don't keep it in your back pocket. This is definitely a tool to use to give that added excitement to those to those epic battles that you're wanting. And you don't always have to have all of these things going on at once either. If you've got some sort of layer or something that you've got set up, you can have minions patrolling through most of it. And what they're there to do is help absorb some of those resources that your party has before they get to the end because a good final confrontation is going to be something where a couple of them maybe go down and they have to use whatever resources they have to try and hold everything together and how they're sitting on the edge of their seats wondering are we going to make it through this yep and obviously you as the dm have quite a bit of control over that on behind the scenes stuff that you can do manipulating hit points and things but by limiting their resources going into that encounter, it immediately cranks up the tension yep, for drama. them on that 
that side of the screen. Absolutely. I think you want that element of risk and you want that element of excitement and power within within that individual character. And you can use, you can help the player feel those things uh, with minions. And you can also manipulate players with minions. I mean, we talked about this early on in this uh, podcast, in a previous podcast on swarms, about the idea of like, there's nothing more tempting to a caster than... Ten goblins walk around the corner. What do you do? Fireball. Okay. Okay, so they just killed ten goblins, hit one hit point apiece, just just blow through all of them. Congratulations. Now you don't have that spell slot for the final encounter. And that's not... The, the point of a DM is to be the storyteller, to add that drama and tension, and, and by starting to bleed away some of those resources so that the last fight isn't like looking at a menu at McDonald's and deciding what's what's the best for this moment. Like, <laughs> no, you have you, now you have to kind of say, this is what I've got. I've only got half a Big Mac and some ketchup left to work with. Yeah. How do I feed a family of four? No, that that's where minions can become exciting. Um, they're also great distraction for spellcasters. <sighs> the the easiest dangerous creature that your party can face is a spellcaster in some situations. Like they are, they their spells are super powerful, but they are also just a, a punching bag. They're a bag of bone gravel waiting to be crunched. Yeah. So putting something in the way is what always needs to be happening now you can do it with like a couple brutes a couple enforcers big guys that can soak up damage and be fine that's fine and that should be done with consistency as well but if you're like i'm tired of throwing two ogres at my party i'd rather it be this whole bunch of guys okay well then that's where the minions come in but putting something between the party and the evil caster is a must and this is another option well, and I think it's important to note that they can try and hold on to those resources, and they're certainly able to, but if you have a whole bunch of these minions and they're not willing to sacrifice something, they're still dangerous. Oh, yeah. They, they still hit with the full force. You're not scaling back the damage they do. You're not scaling back their AC. You're simply scaling back the threshold of death. <laughs> yes, and I think that that's, that's important. Like, they're- if they try to hold back their actions to save something for the final confrontation, and they get swarmed yeah. <laughs> by these things, they're going to take a beating. So they still pose a threat without being too much of a threat if you're a if you're into video games like that this type of creature is a consistent show in in games where it's like okay this is not a big deal it's like one shot one kill sort of thing unless six of them get on me and then we have a problem it's the dynasty warriors mob of enemies where you're tearing through them until you get to the lieutenant or the general that you need to get through for your progression i did want to kind of talk about Mobs versus minions. Oh, yeah. that's uh, So there's rules for mob for, like, massive scale fights in the DMG on page 250. Mobs are viewed a little bit different. They're viewed as a way to cut down on the dice rolls when you've got a lot of combatants. And while it's cool, it isn't the same as what we're going for here. It's basically like you roll for everything at once and they all go on the same initiative and they all do certain it's it's grouping a whole bunch of things into one thing and saying all these things happen here and then we go and it's a way to have that bigger style combat and that's cool and that's great but it's not it's more to hurry up things 
right? It's more to say, okay, there's a big fight and I don't want it to take two hours. So we'll do these mob rules, get it going and be done in half an hour, 20 minutes or 15 minutes. Whereas minions, the goal is not to speed up combat. The goal is to make it feel more grand. Yes. Yes, I would agree. But yeah, we, we, we want to bring this up just because more and more it is becoming a more popular tool people are using. And I've seen it mentioned a lot more. And for those of you maybe who are newer or don't necessarily know what they mean by what is a minion, what do they mean by minions, this is what it is. There's a lot of other good resources you can use on it. And I do want to add maybe maybe one or two more things before we wrap this up, just kind of final thoughts. There is a con which we've talked about, and we've kind of briefly touched on it, but just as a note, keep in mind with bounded accuracy, every creature still poses a threat. So when you're discussing minions, yes, you can have 30 goblins and they all take one point of death hit before they die. Like, all that's true, and a fireball can wipe out six of them in an instant, or 20 of them in an instant. All that's true. However, 20 attacks against your party of four, even at goblins, is a big deal. So just be aware that you even even though they all have one hit point, you still have that potential for a party wipe. And, and that's going to be embarrassing for more than just your players. Because uh, they'll look to you and say, you didn't think that 30 attacks on us wasn't going to do something? I thought you'd cast a fireball. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so that would be my one, like... Word of warning. I I still like minions, still love to use them, but that'd be my one. And then you had a thought that I really liked, which is not all mobs of minions need to be just minions. Oh, yeah. So one thing I thought would, again, it's all about creating drama for your party. If they're fighting through this horde of orcs and you're using most of them as minions and you're cutting through, suddenly they get to an orc that maybe takes the hit or catches their arm as they're bringing it down and grins. And then they have to take a moment and say, hold up, everything else was dropping like flies around us, and he's not scared. Yeah, that makes you rethink the whole situation. It's, um, you, you mentioned uh, the Fellowship earlier. It reminds me of at the last, at the Battle of the Black Gate, where Aragorn is just mowing through orcs. And then he meets a half-ogre. And it's like this oh-shit moment where the game has now turned in the opposite direction. And that's such a big surprise because you're used to Aragorn being the guy who could, who can't be touched. And now he's more than matched by this guy that's in the middle of these minions. Yeah. And that, to me, was always like a cool moment. And... and that's what you can. That's that's what minions give you is this little opportunity to surprise somebody. If you just threw Aragorn against a half ogre, it'd be like, oh well, you know, half ogre. Yeah, and and he's gonna know how to fight it. But the surprise comes because he's used to fighting orcs, and then he turns around, and there's somebody that's standing three feet taller than the rest of them. And it's it's the oh crap moment, the surprise factor of that coming in. Uh, that again just helps with the story. Helps bring in the tension and helps bring them in to the experience. Absolutely. Um, so those were the things that I had kind of as tail bookends to this uh, discussion. But if you're not using minions in your games, I would just highly recommend give it a shot. Like Try it out. Even on a smaller scale, you don't have to do something big. Throw in two or three just to see 
how you like it. I would, well, I would say make it make it at least five or six. You want enough so that there's an opportunity for them to do something. Uh, but throw some in, even if it's just a handful, and see how it goes. Yeah, I think so. You know, there's an oppor- I guarantee you, in your next session, there's an opportunity for minions if you there if you want there to be. You just have to decide when that when the moment is right, when it's appropriate. Yeah. So I think we're gonna call it there, guys. But uh, if you use them, uh, let us know how it goes for you. And if you have any tricks, tactics you like to use with yours, we'd love to hear that as well. Yeah, and if if you have a whole different take on what a minion should be. Uh, I'm game to hear it. Like, I'd like to hear if you have your own special rules for what constitute a minion or what they can do. Alrighty, well, guys, uh, we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. See ya.